Hey guys, it's Matt here, and I got a story for you. When I was a kid, I was playing hockey, and oh man, there was this one year, this one team, we could not beat these guys. They were all over us. There were competitive games, though. They were tight, but we just could not beat them. And I remember the last game of the year, it was up against this team, and we were gearing up. We were like, we have to get these guys. When we won that last game, it was so satisfying because we finally got the victory over the team that had dummied us, that had dominated us for so long. I think this is the same thing with sexual brokenness, with sexual sin, where there's been brokenness in our lives and the enemy has come and taken ground and he's dominated us for so long, but we get to make a difference. We get to be part of a message and a a mission of freedom. It is such a cool opportunity. So I want to invite you, men and women of any age, to be part of the Action Squad. The Action Squad is something that we're putting together right now. We're looking for 100 people to be on the Action Squad. There's going to be some competitive nature to it. There's prizes. And we're going to work together to help produce a documentary that is literally going to change the world. We're featuring stories of sexual brokenness, of people who have been restored and redeemed, reconciled to God and to people in their their lives. And we're going to feature these stories in this world-class documentary that will be a resource for churches to host movie nights, for small small groups to watch together, for families to watch and be inspired by. And it's going to highlight the problem in the church, but also show the, the power of God that is at work when we bring this stuff to light. And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Hey, welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast. Matt Klein here, hanging out with my co-host, Braden Hafner. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're finding a, a new norm with this, this quarantine that we're in with COVID. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. I mean, this is really unprecedented times for us. I mean, we're all facing something really new, being quarantined. And this podcast, I mean, we're going to break this down, but really talking about how this is affecting those of us that are battling an addiction like pornography. The isolation of being alone, I mean, it, it's challenging, right? In the best of times, but now we're facing new times where we're just isolated. We don't really know how to deal with this, let alone an addiction maybe that we're battling. It's, it's tough. So we get it, but we want to maybe provide some answers or at least start you on the path to some good answers yeah. to how we can we can move away from an addiction into to freedom and victory yeah like porn use is up like crazy right now it, i know on march 17th it was up globally over 10 percent of what's normal wow and i mean there's a lot of people on social media talking about watching porn and the porn use is up and i think there's two factors i mean number one people are scared people are yeah. Scared about their job situation, scared about them getting a virus or family members getting a virus. and That's right. So there's that and just how do you handle stress and anxiety if you don't know, then if porn's an addiction in your life, you're going to go to that. But also people are just bored and there's not anything filling up our calendars and schedules are empty. You can only watch so many Netflix shows, right? Yeah, exactly. And so again, if porn is someone's go-to, it's just going to increase in this time. And so we just want to talk about conquering the quarantine and helping. I love that. Conquering the quarantine. What a great 
line. <laughs> yeah, it's powerful. I love it. And so we want to help you conquer this quarantine. And if porn's an issue in your life, then we want to help you get free in this time and take this time to be productive, even though it's not productive in, in the sense of social gatherings and, you know, your job. Being, regular work. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Our productivity has changed. But just because we're not productive in the old sense, it doesn't mean that this is a time to be unproductive. We can yeah. just shift that productivity to now getting to know ourselves, getting porn out of our life, reestablishing our relationship with the Lord, reestablishing a relationship with people, resetting patterns in our life. And so we want to chat a lot about that. My wife and I, with our 17-month-old boy, we've been doing some research on child development. And one thing that we learned is that boredom is actually a really healthy thing for kids. And the reason is because when kids are born, they're not forced into doing something where they're not coming up with the idea of what to do. But instead, they have to be creative and use their imagination. And they have to look at this salad spinner and be like, how am I going to entertain myself with this salad spinner? And amazingly, babies find a way. But boredom is such a powerful thing because it forces you to be creative. But if you don't understand, that and don't understand how to harness your creative energy then you're just going to go back to something where you can turn your brain off and go back to pornography and just you know you could spend hours in that because it's not you being creative in your own mind there's an image on the television that's or on the phone or your device that's entertaining you and being creative for you and so we want to encourage people to use this time to learn how to utilize boredom and learn how to utilize more time on your schedule so that you can come out of this understanding more who you are maybe you can find a new hobby find a new way to be creative and find fulfillment in that i know when i was watching pornography i remember times where i was bored and because i had never understood how to use boredom and use my spare time for productivity and creativity i remember just being bored and being like well what else am i going to do i have nothing else to do and so i would just go back and watch pornography but i think that's so sad because if i had understood that i'm made in the image of the creator i'm made to create he's put creativity in me and I just need to search that out and maybe go go into prayer or maybe just kind of reflect on my life and just be creative then that could have been such a more fulfilling time in my life rather than just going and watching pornography whenever I was bored boredom is one of those opportunities for us to actually have a thought to think right that's a good we point. don't really think about our lives we don't really maybe turn the mirror back on our own lives because sometimes we don't really like what we see and so when boredom comes up we want to avoid that. We want to look at other things. We want to check out. So with boredom, that time, we don't usually use that as an opportunity for us. We use it as a section of our life where we're feeling that to escape from it. We want to fill that time of boredom with a stimulus. And often when we're battling addiction like porn, I know this for me, when I had that dead space, that air time in my life, I needed to fill it. I needed to be stimulated. We'll go to stimulus. I mean, there's good stimulus, there's bad stimulus, but pornography preys on that boredom. It preys on maybe anxiety we're feeling, worry we're feeling. We've got to get that out. We've got to go to a, something that maybe makes us feel a little bit better, even though pornography doesn't make us feel better. But that's what we know. That's the coping mechanism we built into our life. Yeah. So now that we have all this dead space, this this time, pornography is getting ramped up because we just don't know what to do with this time yeah. in a healthy way. We've had these layers surrounding our life of busyness and work and kids and job, whatever else that have stopped us from really looking internally, looking at our lives with a microscope and saying, hey... There's a pattern here in my life that isn't really healthy. And so when we face times of boredom, we don't know what to do with it. 
Yeah, so this is a critical time. And I want you guys to focus on that and view it this way, that this is a critical time in your journey to getting free from pornography. Because what's going to happen is with this extra time on our schedules, if we give in and if we give into pornography and like the stats are showing, we watch it maybe 10% more or we watch it you know, two more days every week than we would have otherwise, our brains are going to get stimulated more and more. The neurological pathways in our brains are going to get rooted even deeper in this pattern of watching pornography. Pornography leads to uh, depression, it leads to violence, it leads to anger, it leads to all these negative emotions, and also just a, a sense of not knowing your worth and feeling bad about yourself. This is a critical time for you to not give in to pornography in a deeper way, yeah. because then if you do that, when you come out of this, then our schedules are going to be maybe back to normal, or, or who knows what it's going to look like after the pandemic, yeah. but if we're giving in now, and then we go back to normal, then our brains are going to go crazy, and we're going to be even more hooked, yeah. and we're going to be so uneasy, right? Great illustration for those of us who are in Canada here. It's about ruts. When we have a big snowfall and maybe more snow and more snow, when we're driving, over time, the pressure of the, the tires, it pushes the road kind of down where there's snow and it creates these ruts. And I remember even in my old neighborhood, I had the street. The ruts were so deep when I was driving that your wheels would just fall right into them every time. Couldn't get out of them. It was really hard to steer out because it's slippery, but these ruts were so deeply yeah. ingrained on this road and that's what can happen for us in our lives where we create these ruts these patterns and once they're really deeply rooted in our lives it's really hard to steer out of them yeah. like you just can't like you're, you just fall right back in yeah. and that's what's going to happen i mean if we create these patterns and these ruts during this season of being quarantined and social distancing and all this craziness when this does lift that's going to be so hard to steer out of it it's yeah. going to be really difficult. So what can we do? Thinking through this, what can we do so that we don't create these patterns that are even more heightened at yeah. this this time? What, what are some things that we can do? Yeah, that's a great analogy, actually. I love it. I heard this phrase last week, I think. Someone probably posted on Facebook, but they said, don't waste a crisis or never waste a crisis. The beautiful thing about this crisis that we're in is that we have so much time. And so we can use it for good or we can use it for bad. And we don't want you to waste a crisis. We want this to be a time where you can get to know yourself and you can reset and look at the patterns that are, that are in your life that lead you to pornography. Uh, we want you to get healthy in your relationship with yourself, your relationship with God, your relationship with other people around you, and really start to understand the ways that you can maybe heal your emotions, maybe heal some trauma from the past, maybe just reestablish the neurological pathways in your brain where it's been affected by pornography now it can be restored and you can use it for health and so we want you to see this opportunity as yes it's a crisis globally it's a crisis uh, both from a health perspective and an economic perspective but time-wise man we've got an opportunity here to do something great in our life and reset yeah. so that we can come out of this a better person than we ever were before that's right and i think that's a great point because this crisis it's caused us to be able to really see ourselves in a different light because we've stripped everything away. I mean, we're just our basest level right now. When we have work and we have all those routines in our life, our regular social structures, our regular work, our regular busyness of life, we don't re realize that really, deep down, we're creating out of control. Right. Our lives are out of control. Right. But now, we're really facing up to it. We're facing it. And for many of us, that's pressure, that's stress. We're already facing it from an external source. But now, because all of these things are highlighted back on us, we have this big spotlight on our life. And what occurs is sometimes we react, especially when say we're battling pornography, we react and go even more deeper into the addiction. 
Instead, this can be an opportunity for us to have some understanding of why we go to pornography. You can use this as an opportunity to see that, hey, maybe on a that foundational level, my life is out of control. Right. And now every day you can choose how you're going to spend your hours because we don't have these external things factoring in as much. We're stuck at home. What do we do? How do we build into that? And now we can start to recognize maybe some of the, the patterns that we have in our life. What are the routines that you're maintaining? And I think routine is such a key thing. What are the routines that we can build into our life right now so that we can gain some semblance of control? And that's going to help move us towards health. What are some things we can do? Let's think this through. Yeah, you know, for me, when I work in the ministry, I work from home. And so it's easy to just be at home all the time. The times that I get out, typically, like not talking in the pandemic, I'm talking just in normal life. Or when I have meetings with ministry partners, with pastors, with whoever I have a meeting with, right? Or sometimes I'll just go out and go to, you know, Tim Hortons or Starbucks or something and go to a coffee shop and just work there. But now, I mean, everything is closed. You don't want to be outside. You don't have any meetings that are in person. And so I do work from home. But now with this pandemic, I was realizing that I'm not always intentional in getting out and intentional in having this routine of getting outside of my house and going for walks or whatever it is and experiencing nature. Because what's controlling my life and getting outside is just my work and being in meetings or whatever it is and being in meetings that I'm doing for work. But you know, when this pandemic started, I was at home for two and a half days. It was like noon one day and I went to the window and I opened my curtains because it's noon and I hadn't opened my curtains yet. (laughs) I mean, finally it's time to let light in the house, right? And I look outside and it's this beautiful day. And I realize I'm like, man, I'm quarantined, but I've been quarantining myself in my own house, not even allowing myself to go outside. Like, I don't need to be that restrictive. And so I looked outside. I'm like, I got to get outside right now. And so I realized, though, that while certain things control my schedule and for other people, they work outside of the home or there are social gatherings where our calendars are sometimes controlling us. Now there's none of those things. And so we have to have a new routine in our life to actually get outside and control our life because now we can control things. We can't say that our our life is out of control anymore. We can control things. We have the time to work on ourselves and we can't say, oh, I just don't have the time to to get healthy or work on myself. And so this is an amazing time. It's a critical time to get healthy. And so we want to take advantage of it. That's right. And I think, you know, for many that are battling something like pornography and they don't want that in their life anymore, we've heard this, we've heard this, right? We've seen, we've seen people actually reach out and there's articles written about this, people struggling, especially in this area of pornography. And they're, they're so stressed out right now because this is becoming even huger issue right now, especially now that the routine of their life has changed so much. And they're really struggling. And I think if you're out there too thinking, well, what do I do? What do I do? Right? What are some practical things that I can do right now? Because I don't know what to do. The routine is so key. Just like we were talking about, Matt, is even just getting outside, taking the steps to, to do little things like that. Because I feel like this time, you can really revert back to what you did when you were a teenager, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was like 16, 17, Friday night, you'd stay up really, really late. Yeah. Then you'd wake up at like one until your parents boot you out of bed, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're eating breakfast at like who knows what time. And then you're just off. You're not yeah, your best at that point. And as adults, now we're facing something like this. So here's what's happening. We'll paint you a picture. You start to go to bed a little bit later. Maybe Tuesday, you go to bed at 10 o'clock. Wednesday, oh, you know what? I'm going to watch maybe half an hour or more of that TV show. So I'm going to go to bed at 10.30 and then you don't really get bed at 11. But it keeps getting bumped back and then you start to sleep in a little bit more. And then that throws off your routine even more or your lack of routine, I guess. And that starts to become your new norm. You just get no sleep. Your sleep patterns change. 
and you're not getting the best sleep you possibly can because if you're going to bed later and later, that's not a good sleep. It's just not. Studies have shown that. Yeah. You go to bed later and later throughout the night, you're not getting good sleep. It creates a pattern and that's going to create even more worry, more stress in your life because you're not getting rest. Yeah, like if you sleep eight hours from 1 a.m. to 9 a.m., it's not as effective as sleeping eight hours from 10 a.m. to 6 a.m. Studies right. have shown that. So it's so important to go to bed earlier and, and yeah. be consistent with that too. That's right. It's so simple. These little simple things. Get sleep. And another one too is exercise and eating well. What happens now is because we can't get to the gym or maybe that's where we would get our exercise. So we just stop. You know, like, yeah. well, I have a good excuse. I can't get to the gym. Yeah. So it's not on me anymore. Take the responsibility off of my shoulders to be proactive here. What, what occurs then is when we stop exercising, mentally we're not doing well. Yeah. Physically we're not doing well. And then so now that creates even more stress points in our life because we're not getting the release that we need. We need to exercise because it's good for us. But not only that on a physical level, mentally too. Yeah, it, it just helps us. So what can we do to build some kind of exercise into our life? Whether that's just getting out for a walk. Maybe that's trying to do some sort of something in your basement where you have a little bit of space. Or, but we need to have these conversations internally with ourselves or even with our, our loved ones in our house. How can we get exercise so that we're, we're trying to combat the quarantine? Yeah. You know, how can we do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, and another thing that I've been thinking about, and I know a lot of people have, is just my quiet times reading the Bible or quiet times in prayer and how important that is. I know that they've done research where if you read the Bible one, two, three times a week, your chances of watching pornography are actually way higher than it is if you read the Bible four times or five times or six times a week. Yeah. And so it's that jump from three times to four times that's significant in decreasing your likelihood to watch pornography it's pretty interesting but i just think it's because you're allowing the spirit of god to get in you you're allowing the word of god to be in you and if you meditate on that i mean just take 15 minutes every single day now we're in this pandemic we're home we got nothing on our schedule yep. we can't say we don't have time for the bible anymore right. we can't say we don't have time for god or time to pray and so now is the time to reestablish those things in our life and even if that is a pattern, maybe increase it a little bit and just get more secure and more solid in your relationship with God and get Absolutely. that as an established routine in your life. So when you're coming out of this, it's going to be something that you crave and something that you just want to keep in your life, even yeah. when life gets back to normal. And a tip for this too is because it can be pretty overwhelming when we think, oh, well, I've heard of people that pray X amount of time during the day or yeah. they read this much. It really is about quality versus quantity. Yeah. For sure. You know, so start small, start small because it can be really overwhelming. You know, if we think, well, I got to spend an hour, if that's your time frame, that can be pretty overwhelming. So, hey, just start with a few minutes, 10 minutes, 15 yeah. minutes in prayer or reading the Bible. Focus on the quality of that moment. Yeah. Be mentally there, be present. And then the, the how that's going to help your routine moving out of that is going to be amazing. And it's going to help you as well with your, your moving away from pornography. Because that's the key, as you were talking about. We really need to get into relationship, a deeper relationship and intimacy with God. And to do that, we have to be intentional about it. It's not just going to happen. So this is something that you can do. Another thing is very just simple, but make sure that you're taking care of yourself hygienically. <laughs> like Take a shower, get dressed, shave, you know, little things like that. Eat three meals. That's going to help you mentally. I mean, this, these seem like such simple things, but we understand. We've heard this. When people are isolated, the routine of little things like that make the world a difference. And when we are creating out of control our lives and porn has gripped us, we're, we're losing routine like this, yeah. especially in a season like this. So get dressed, 
Make sure you're eating. Make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And that's going to help you just mentally be in a better state so that when stress comes, anxiety comes, emotional stuff is happening, you're able to deal with it in a much better state of mind than if you have mess and you're living in mess. Yeah. It's just, you're just not doing well then. Yeah. Another thing too is, is kind of the, the patterns that we have, right? The reason why routine is so important for us in this season is because it helps us to start to see ourselves more clear. It starts to see the patterns in our life that are unhealthy because when we have pornography in our life, any kind of addiction really, we have some sort of imbalance happening. We have emotional distress. We have other anxieties that are occurring that put pressure points on our life and then we react out of that instead of being proactive. So what are the patterns in your life. And this is where that self-awareness comes in. I think this is a great time to build self-awareness into our lives. Hey, how am I feeling right now? Oh, yeah. Man, the world is going crazy. I don't understand when this is going to end. I don't know how that's going to affect my business or my work. I don't know what's going to do to my kids' schooling or you know my marriage. All these different things. We're asking these questions and we start to get a little bit anxious, start to worry. And those are stressors for us. And if our life is creating out of control behind the scenes, it's just going to get wrapped up. So what are some patterns that we can have in our life that can combat the bad patterns? Yeah, exactly. There's there's typically two reasons that people watch pornography. Number one is you want to escape pain. And and so maybe there's a disappointment in your life. Maybe there's fear that you're experiencing. There's panic that you're experiencing right now. And so you don't know how to handle it. And so you go to pornography. And so the first thing that leads people to porn is to escape pain. But then once you're in the addiction, it's not even just to escape pain anymore. It's just about feeding the addiction. Great point. And so there's two those are the two reasons why people watch pornography but now is the time to be self-aware like Braden was saying and go why am I watching pornography why the last time that I did this what was it that led me to that you know a lot of times when people are busy they go well I just don't have time to reflect I don't have time to be self-aware and to you know meditate on or journal on how I was feeling today well now we've got that time and even like a month ago, I had this day, I, I was uh, all morning, I was just feeling kind of anxious and panicked. And usually I'm pretty at peace and easy going, but I was just feeling not good and not at peace. And I was thinking though in the morning and I had to drive to a meeting. So I was thinking and praying as I was driving, like, why am I feeling this way? And I thought back to when I first felt the emotion of kind of anxiety or uneasiness. And it hadn't been long because I thought of the day before I was totally at peace. And the day before that, I was totally at peace. And so then I was like, okay, it started this morning. So what changed this morning? And then I realized like, oh, the only thing that changed this morning was physically I felt a little bit more sick. It wasn't the coronavirus. It was just maybe a little <laughs> cold, but but I just felt more sick physically. And so I realized like it wasn't like a big problem in my life that was causing me to feel more emotionally down. It was just I was feeling physically sick and that was causing me to not to not feel as well. But what happens when people don't have the skill set to reflect and to go back to the root of why they're feeling a certain way is all of a sudden they're, they make it worse and it spirals out of control. Because if I didn't go back and reflect, I could have been like, oh, I'm feeling so bad. What am I leading into depression? Do I need like anxiety pills? Like, how am I going to get out of this? I don't know what to do. And my life is out of control. And right. Right. And so you start thinking of the negatives in your life and that's all of these other things are why I'm feeling this way where no, it's really just because you're physically sick. That's right. And so once I realized the root of it, then I was able to be at peace, even though I didn't feel well, but I was able to just be at peace, be like, yeah, I just don't feel well today. I grace for myself. I'm able to just pray and thank God that he's given me the physical strength, the emotional strength to get through the day. 
rather than just having to spiral out of control and be all freaked out that now I'm not doing well and I'm not healthy. Because when people live in that kind of mindset, it leads to pornography so often because when you're full of these negative emotions, you need to escape. And so when porn's in your life, that becomes your escape. And so take this time to look at the patterns in your life, the emotional patterns and reflect on like, if I feel a certain way consistently, where where did that feeling originate? When was the first time that I felt that? Why is it that I'd felt it that day and not the day before? What changed? And and pray through that and ask God to reveal things to you. And he can bring things to your mind and give you answers to your prayer and help you establish healthy patterns in your life. So now you're not leading to pornography, but instead you're leading to him and you're growing in your relationship yeah. with him and he can help you get healthy. That's right. And I think that for many of us, when we're we're really consumed by all the news that we're seeing around us, it's like negative yeah. emotion gets compiled and builds and that plugs into the maybe the pain and the feelings that we have already and then just builds and builds so we want to try to escape from it. So maybe we'll just spend time reading the news and looking what's happening. We get upset. We get a little bit worried about life and what's happening. So then we, we have to escape from that. So we, we maybe go into something else that maybe distracts us, right? And then so we spend more time maybe on the screen. Maybe that's watching, you know, movies or, or getting into social media. And then, but then we, it's kind of this nasty cycle and eventually this anxiety builds and then uh, we go to porn, you know, to try to kind of cope with this. Well, that, that maybe makes me feel a little bit better. So one of the things that a pattern that we can kind of recognize in our life that God really can reveal. I mean, I know he, he did this with me too, is, is the amount of time we're spending on the screen. Because I don't know if you're like me, but when I watch maybe two, three, four TV shows in a row, I start to feel really crappy. Like I feel really yucky. Oh yeah. And that a feeling that I have there, I have to do something with it. I mean, generally either I can be really proactive in that and, and maybe come back or I can keep going down that bad rabbit trail. Oh yeah, I go get a bag of chips, just polish them <laughs> off. That's right. And usually that's what will lead us to porn. I mean, that's kind of a, an example of how we, we face something where we're not feeling so good. So then we go to something that we can cope with that feeling and that's pornography or you said potato chips right yeah. that's an example but yeah we'll go to these different things that that create this pattern for us and so limit that screen time because if it's going to help us to start to recognize a little bit of what are these patterns associated with all this so that we can take a step back view it from 3,000 feet instead of being stuck in the middle of it and look at our lives part of that too is this is going to really highlight the health or the lack of health we have in our relationships too yeah for sure what are some areas that we need to work on too and with relationships what are some things that we can do to be proactive in this too in this season that so it's a crisis but it's an opportunity how can we work into our relationships right now when we're we're social distancing i was talking to a guy yesterday and he was saying i think that a lot of people are out normally in in normal life doing social gatherings and hanging out with friends and going to events because they they want to escape the pain in their marriage and they want to escape the pain of maybe being single and not just face up to what they're feeling and face the problems in their home, but it's an escape. And so they keep going out and they keep finding ways to be busy. And now is a time where it can be a reset where people can't work late because they're avoiding their yeah. their marriage now. People can't be busy with friends because they're avoiding the, the trouble at home. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a time to just face things head on and get reestablished. And I mean, 
that's what everybody wants. We all want good relationships. We all want good family dynamics. We want to feel good about ourselves, our relationship with ourselves and with God. And so, man, let's take advantage of this time. And if there is trouble in, in the home and trouble in a marriage or trouble with a, with a child or a sibling or whatever it is, just take the time because often in people's journey to getting free from pornography, there's relational conflict that has to be, a, that has to be reconciled. And so it might be true that you need to forgive somebody. And I know for me, I had a time in my life where a pastor challenged me on that and I prayed about it. And these people came to mind where I didn't really realize the depth of maybe control that they had on my mind. But once the pastor talked to me about it and talked to me about forgiveness and God brought these names to my mind, I realized like, man, they actually do have space in my mind. Like, it's kind of like I'm giving them free rent in my head. And yeah. and I needed to forgive those people. And when I did that, I was able to just move on. And now I can see them in a different light rather than feeling negative emotions towards those people whenever I see them and hear their names. Yeah. So it might be true for you that there's conflict and there's tension with you towards a certain person or people. And so take this time to really work through forgiveness and reach out to those people, whether it's in your home or maybe it's a FaceTime call away. And maybe just pray through being able to forgive and change your heart towards these people. That's often a key, key element to someone getting free from pornography. This is why, because porn is an escape from pain. And when there's relational pain, you don't want to deal with it. You don't want to think about it. You just want to turn your brain off and go watch porn. But if you can have healthy relationships, you're not even going to have pain, that pain in your life to escape from. The opportunity of this is that we can face some of this stuff. They talk about social distancing. I don't really like that phraseology. I think physical distancing is a better approach for us right now because relationship is an important part of us building health. And this has created opportunity for us to reach out to maybe some of those people that we need to forgive or that we've allowed busyness to become an excuse for us why we don't reach out to people. Or, you know, we, we use social media over a screen a reason why we don't reach out to people because i know enough about them through facebook or twitter yeah. or whatever they use we actually have to maybe have some of these conversations so think through how can i use this opportunity to maybe build into the relationships i have don't use social distancing as an excuse to isolate yourself use it as an opportunity to get connected with people and we're saying of course take precautions and physical distance yourself but don't socially distance yourself because we need people we're going to be too lonely in the sense that if we're cutting ourselves off from others, we're not going to be able to have that health in our life. We need other people too. We have to heal in community as well. So maintain these relationships and maybe think through, allow God to work through who you need to forgive. Maybe you need to have that, those conversations that are necessary with. And not only that, connect with God. That's your number one relationship that we really need to focus on. This can be a time for you to build great patterns into your life of connecting with God. And then with those relationships that you've got in your life right now, man, have fun, be creative, figure out ways to use the boredom and, and use the time that you have to be creative and come up with games or come up with fun memories and, and just go have fun rather than letting the time pass. Let's be productive in this time and figure out new ways to have fun, be creative, to get fulfilled and reset reset your life, get pornography out of your life, experience freedom like you've never experienced before, get healthy so that when this pandemic is over, and even in the midst of the pandemic, you can be a light to the world, you can feel good about yourself, and you can have a greater relationship with God than you've ever had before. So hope this is encouraging for you. Hope this is helpful. Stay tuned. we got more podcasts on the way. And thanks for listening. We'll chat soon. 
Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.